Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here today talking with, with, uh, with Kevin DC, who's a founder and CEO, a founder of uh, AccountantPro.ie. How are you doing, Kevin? Uh, I'm very well. And you? Great, thanks. Tell us a bit about the background of what you guys do. Uh, when I was a career contractor, I worked in Ireland and the UK in different jurisdictions, uh, primarily in IT. Um, and if uh, you know, uh, having been a contractor, um, uh, I needed to get paid. And basically speaking, there were a number of routes to filling that. Um, and uh, the two main ways, you know, are either an umbrella or a limited company solution. And uh, uh, down through the years, I've used both options. And that led me to ultimately, in the last couple of years, looking into setting up my own company. I had a lot of contacts within the uh, umbrella market, uh, particularly in the UK. And I decided to go out and uh, create um, entities myself, like to support people. My attitude was, there are a lot of people who are in the market, but they're primarily exclusively accountants. And what the market really needed was somebody with a background of knowing about accountancy, but who was a contractor so that I could get the requirements and fulfill the requirements of contractors um, when when they need to do accounting. Yeah, I guess because you've lived the other, other side of the coin, you know actually what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, and I was a business analyst back in the day as well, so I like to think about, um, Ronan, I like to think in particular about what do people need as opposed to what do I want to do. So... Um, I know, you know, you're, when you're a contractor, right, you, you, you want to get paid, you want to get paid on time, you want to make sure that you retain as much income as possible, yeah. but you want to do it compliantly, and you want somebody to roadmap it for you, like, you're busy enough, like, when you go in to do a contract, you're paid, you're, you're a hired gun, you're brought in for your knowledge, and people want you to hit the ground running, so, like, you don't have a lot of time to go out there and go, I need to upskill myself with everything around um, what's a limited company? What's a PAY umbrella? You just want to be able to go to somebody who's able to say to you, this is your rate, this is how long you're doing it, this is how you feel about doing particular things and admin, etc. And then for them to help you to come to the right decision for you. So, guys, if you're, if you're basically involved in, the, uh, in this area, you're looking to go in instead of a company, which would you recommend, either an umbrella startup or, or would you recommend to go as a limited company? Uh, well, I mean, there, there, there's a number of factors involved in it. I guess rate, let's we're being calculated about it, we'd say rate first. If you're on a relatively low rate, I would say the umbrella PAYE is very good for you. It, it's cheaper, even though it's tax deductible, so that's not a big issue. But if you're on a lower rate, the tax isn't such a burden, okay? Yeah. And as well as that, like, um, you know, you're, you're, you're being covered for quite a lot of things in terms of your peers by, you know, for your ultimate state, uh, uh, pension and your um, health insurance, your public health insurance. Um, but that's a good, it's a good system to use. And if you were only thinking about being a contractor for a finite amount of time, six months, 12 months, 18 months, it can be, it can be quick to flip back to permanent because you, through that umbrella company, they've been maintaining your PPS number and your contributions and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it'll be easy then to kind of do look, um, a handshake from the PAA umbrella to the new permanent employer, if that's what somebody does. If somebody is a, um, a career contractor and they're saying to themselves, I want to be in this for the long term, 
or if they're kind of an entrepreneur as well, that they've just, they want to contract and then they want to create a business, um, the limited company is the way to go. And I would very much say that the, the best way of doing it is to have your own individual limited company managed for you, as opposed to the group managed scheme that seems to be out there in the market today, uh, where there are many people under the one effective um, company uh, that the providers are providing. What I don't like about that is that, you know, under the governance model of companies, you should, everybody should know every other director in a company. Um, and, uh, you know, that's part of corporate governance. Um, but if you're in those schemes, how do you know the other, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 people who are in that structure? You know, they may be from even different parts of the country and they may be doing totally different things. And let's say you have been using that structure and you're, you, you, that's okay for a day-to-day consulting job, let's say, in a big IT company. But let's say you're doing other stuff, other funky stuff that's going to lead to the creation of an app and a company. You, you will need ultimately anyway your own limited company to do that. Because if you make a success of it and you want to flip it or whatever, or if you want to get uh, funding into it, having an independent company with an independent business bank, uh, with, with um, information, you know, like the financial information around it is really, really important around that. So, um, but, and as well as that, that, that limited company structure, uh, rolling with people who are on a higher day rate, you know, because they can claim back more against us. They can claim more expenses. Um, they can claim more hardware stuff, you know, uh, some travel expenses, etc. like that, some relocation expenses. They're all things that can be looked at. And that's what we do. We look at everything like um, on an individual basis within our company. We don't go, um, there's, there's, there's a sheet of information, you know, digest that and make a decision. What we do is we go, somebody comes and works with us. It's on a month-by-month basis. There's no... Um, long-term contractual obligations. We go through things with them, and they, um, you know, we 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 forensically look at what they're entitled to, and we we make sure that they pay all their tax compliantly, but that they save as much money as possible. Exactly. Like there are yeah. different things that you can look at. You, you know, people don't realize it, but like your income protection policy, if you do that, that that can be tax deductible. Um, health insurance obviously is deductible uh, maternity leave you know their entitlements on you spread it in dirt when you're saving for your house you know when you're saving for the balance of your house can be deductible tax save or commuters ticket they can be deductible there are certain flat rate expenses for people depending on your what you're doing you know it's dependent though I mean trades in particular nurses doctors stuff like that uniforms can be deductible. Yeah. The big one, though, the big, the big, uh, the big, big, big whale in the whole equation, though, obviously, is pension. And I guess what we do there, Ronan, is like we, if you're in a PAA umbrella uh, situation, we can put you into a scheme that allows you to deduct on a monthly basis pension contributions, which minimizes tax as well, and also helps uh, with your future. You know what I mean? Uh, and they're all at no extra cost we do that stuff because as a contractor that was the kind of stuff that I wanted but like it was hard to get around to if you know what I mean because um, you know you're so busy and you're so focused with like doing things on a day to day basis and if you're being paid by the hour by the day you know it's being scrutinized so you don't have a lot of time for investigating other things yeah I guess for you basically if somebody's working 
is is working under this scheme. They're trying to make sure that whatever they can say, what when is possible in a legal way, so they're not going to be done later on by the revenue. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing. You know, you just have to. You, you, what you don't want is anybody to tap you on the shoulder and give you a hard time. You know about anything. Um, like things are difficult enough in contracting. There are a lot of challenges. You know, if you fall between. Contracts you don't get paid, take holidays you don't get paid, you know, all that kind of stuff. So when you do get paid, you want to make sure it's done right and you don't want, like, something retrospectively to come back and hurt you. And that's what we do. We very much are engaged with um, revenue. We're very much about, like, uh, proactively making sure everybody's um, tax is processed properly. And we're very much about giving them the option that suits them better. Like, an umbrella payaway we wouldn't make so much money off it as we would, let's say, processing the limited company. But if it's better for the, for the, for the contractor, we would do that. Like, that would be our number one concern. And the same with, like, startups and SMBs who come and work with us. Like, they, they, we, we do kind of special rates to, like, support them. Like, for a startup, like, you know, we can do effectively accountancy as a service. Like, you know, software as a service, infrastructure as a service. We can do accountancy as a service. So... Like when they're trying to deal with stuff like that and dealing and setting up business bank accounts and all that kind of stuff, it's all very confusing. And when you're developing a new product, like you, you having that headache of having to do all those other things that are um, they're very necessary, but you know to take up a lot of time and um, effort. If we can come in there and at a very good price, on a monthly price level, um, we're happy to do it and help people. You know. Uh, and give them, as well as that, you know, when it doesn't cost us, give them advice and guidance about stuff because we, we already work with a number of different companies in the area. Because I guess, well, now again, when a startup, not the guys in that, might might be techies, I'm not having a, a, a county background, so if you guys would come in and help them solve that problem, they can get down and do do their day job and the real work that they want to do. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's, that was my concept. I've been coming from IT, you know, where the big thing was, like, Back in the day, we were always talking about when it first became the buzzword, software as a service. And then, like, you know, in terms of cloud services, yeah. infrastructure as a service, right? Then I was thinking along these lines, effectively, accountancy as a service. Whether for the contractor, the um, the uh, SMB, or the startup, people want headaches taken away. And they want um, to be able to concentrate on their core activity. Core activity for a lot of people is, number one, doing the activities that make the money and number two is like um, marketing and making them and getting themselves out there so they get more work in the future like having to deal with the invoicing the taking the money in processing um doing all the tax stuff making sure the accountancy is correct and doing doing payroll in whatever form it is either for themselves or for a group of people is um it's time consuming uh, and they don't want to do it if they can get something else skewed further. Yeah, because I know for myself at the moment, I've got maybe four or five clients, and it's easy for me to uh, table to deal with them because they give me working intermittently, so I can send them up an invoice and it's done. But somebody else, who might have a client that each month the uh, structure of pay might change according to the work they've done, or more detailed work, it can be tricky. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the, the, so then that, that's, in that instance, what we do is we just make it easier. Yeah. You communicate, somebody like you communicates with us and tells us, gives us the standard information about what needs to happen. And we do the standard invoicing on your behalf, you know? Yeah. We take it in, 
you know, it goes into our system. But what we do is when the money comes in, we turn it around same day or at the latest within 24 hours, depending on the banking system where you are. If it comes in in the morning, it'll be out that evening. If it comes in, if it goes, if, it, if it's in in the evening, it will be out first thing in the morning, you know? Yeah. So we, we, we pay for a premium banking service to allow us to do that because, like, it's very important. Like, the way that we treat um, our clients' money is how we want our money treated ourselves. Like, everybody wants to get paid on time. Um, uh, and they want to make sure the money is in their account as soon as possible, and that's the way that we operate. Well, I'm looking at I know in other diff- other uh, sectors, and people are finding it tough to get paid on time. But with me, I've been lucky. I've managed to get clients that always pay me in time, but you don't know you don't always get that. So when you guys come in, you'll be able to help solve that problem as well. Yeah, we will. I mean, yeah, we we probably be a bit more like savvy and probably have our fingers burned in the past about it so we'd probably have a better way not a better way but we just have like the knowledge of being able to interact with people to try and push them along to pay them you know yeah to get the, to get the payment from them you know and probably because we're, we're we're that big an entity you know you're an individual and stuff like that you know when you're dealing with a big a bigger company with a brand like you know people will take a little bit more notice you know not not that that's the right thing but that's just the way the reality of this situation works and anyway, you as an individual, you don't want to be chasing this stuff up. It's time again, you know. It's yeah. taking away from core activities, you know. Yeah, well, I decided a couple of years ago when I was doing this, I went and gave myself a brand name. So I said, I'm going to be called Tech Doctor because I want to be different than my real name. So when people are talking to me, you've got two different entities. And that way, when I'm sending mm. invoices, they know it's the, the, the company you use is basically Tech Doctor Limited. And I yeah. kept that rather than my own name. But I signed it in my name, but everyone calls me Tech Doctor because I thought, if I have my own brand, the brand is what, is what the company is. So if you want to later on sell, sell on the company, you're selling on the brand. Yes. Because to me, um, branding is important to, to, to as much as anything else. Branding, yeah. yeah. Branding is very, very important. And I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Tech Doctor, yeah, it's a really good name. Um, and as well as that for us, like, I mean, we were brainstorming about names, and, um, you know, we wanted to say, what, what can we really do? Like, I mean, what, our core activity is accounting. Yeah. Uh, and what we want to be is we want to be very professional and proactive within what we're doing. So pro came along then quite nicely, you know. Um, you know, we want to, like, kind of, like, anticipate our customers' needs. And we want to be able to, uh, you know, deliver what they require, you know, as soon as possible. So that's where accounting pro came from, you know. Yeah, well, for me, I spent about two weeks trying to find a name for myself. I wanted to get a good domain name. And uh, I was looking for a .com. That was going. A friend of mine said, why don't you try .net? And I said, yeah, but he said, if TCH is gone, go for TEC. That will do just as well, because when you say it, it's tech anyway. So I got that, yeah. and .net is more techy. so I said, I'll go with that. So I got that. And about three years ago, I set up the uh, my my blog under that name, and then started writing under that name. And then about a year or so ago, I set up a company using that name. When I knew the money was coming in, I was gonna gonna make money from this. Set the company up, but I still, but I kept with the brand name as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is very very good. I mean, yeah, getting dot com like it's it's really good, but it's hard, you know. Yeah. So we actually we we're we're, we're dot ie because we have an entity. Um, that is like um, Accounting Pro Ireland. Yeah. So it's Accounting Pro, Accounting Hyphen Pro.ie. And then we've also set up an operation in the UK, um, Accounting Hyphen Pro.co.uk. And um, 
Uh, I mean, ultimately, we will probably look to expand further again, you know. So we will have to, rather than having the dot-com, it's going to have to be every market because this isn't just an Irish uh, issue or challenge. It's in the UK. It's it's in lots of different companies. People are contracting. It's it, 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 it's the lifestyle choice. It's yeah. um, the way the market has gone. It, it, a lot of IT companies want people to contract before they will even consider... Uh, taking them on, you know, but I think that um, for the individual, like contracting is is um, is a really good option as long as you're set up to support the way it can be advantageous to you. Yeah. And the way that happens is is just having the structure there to allow you to. And I know that people, you know, doing a good job is an important motivator, and. Um, uh, you know, being happy in a job is, is a good uh, motivator, but getting paid and getting paid well for it is a, is a good motivator, you know? And if you can take things within your control to ensure that you're doing the best you can do compliantly within the law, why not go for it? That's our attitude, and that's what we're here to do. Yeah, because I guess people are probably are, are unsure of what's, what is within the law, and uh, it could be something that they're not sure, is it legal or not legal, because... Revenue times might change some of the regulations. How do you make sure you're complying? Yeah, well, I mean, that's why having the technical expertise is important. And that's why we, we, we work with everybody on an individual basis then as well, you know, because, like, everybody has different questions. So, like, it's not like, you know, we don't refer people to a dashboard or to a uh, website or frequently asked questions. We have a very much a uh, pick up the phone mentality. Like we're constantly evolving our website and our, our, and the technical process that supports the business. But people want to deal with people, okay? Like mm-hmm. particularly around money, because there's a trust element and there's a peace of mind element, and you don't always get that through instant messaging. Even though it's brilliant, we all love it. We don't always get it from. Um, emails and stuff like that, and websites. Sometimes we're able to pick up the phone and talking to somebody who is um, very confident and is an expert in the area. It is a very good uh, peace of mind thing for people, you know? When you need to check out, like, um, uh, you know, uh, what can I do in terms of if I take public transport to work? Like, I mean, can I claim stuff back for that? And somebody be able to say categorically, yes, you can, and here's the link, and this shows you what you can do, and you can claim back, you know, uh, so much a year by doing that, you know that's um, that's a, that's a good system. Yeah, but the thing is, with FAQs, somebody might have a question like in particular, how can I uh, can I actually claim back tax on a leap card and stuff like that? Obviously, you're not too sure, but in reality, you can because uh, it can be lots of personal use. People might know that an FAQ they might see that. So talking to some guy like you face face on the phone, you can tell them actually that that won't won't be able to be claimed for because of it can also be used for personal use. That kind of stuff you can answer on the phone where you can't and FAQ as such. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the, 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 sometimes there's no absolute answer to things straight off the bat. Yeah. Sometimes it depends. It depends on the mode of transport um, and the rate you pay can mean sometimes you can actually claim stuff back and sometimes it can be up to a third and a half the cost, believe it or not. Yeah. But not in all cases. You're right, you know. You have to give the supporting documentation to back up what you're doing, you know? And so just, sometimes it's devilish in the detail, yeah. you know? But only by working with people individually and really talking it through can you find this out 
like um, trying to direct people directly to portals and uh, as a way of processing things. And we're developing our stuff all the time to automate as much as possible. But like sometimes the facility just to have a dedicated person to deal with your queries really makes a difference. And I guess because each company is different, you, you, you can't always you can't always have the same FAQ because it won't apply to them. As you were saying before, Kevin, you might have a, a guy who's in a small startup and another guy who's a subcontractor on, uh, as just as an umbrella corporation, and each one's going to have different questions, and FAQ won't answer that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we have to cut off. We have to have a cut off point in terms of who we're trying to support. So. I mean, the primary market is, you know, the freelancer contractor. It can be an IT contractor. It can be a guy working in pharma. You know, you know, there's a different, different. It doesn't particularly matter the area. The thing is, is are they are they getting paid by the hour or are they getting paid by the day? As in, i.e., non-permanent uh, people. Um, yeah. So that's the, the like. I mean, the, 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 that particular market is important to us. SMBs important to us, like existing companies that are out there and they're just finding accountancy fees expensive, we can definitely, we on, on a case-by-case basis, we will go along and we will say, like, um, you know, give us your requirements and we'll give you a quote. And genuinely, um, if people don't query the quote, the quote is lower than the other people. Um, I think once maybe we did get a guy come back and question something but that was uh, the, I mean the exception proves the rule right yeah. um, and then for startups like yeah you know that's the, that's, that they're their main three bread and butter market you know and as well as that we'll look at somebody we'll say how much business they have and we'll say this is what we can do for you now and as you grow and as things get better, bigger and there's more work for us you know there may be slight additional cost but it won't be much you know but like hopefully they'll become a big big company like you know and uh, we'll be able to support them uh, on their route to roadmap, and eventually they may they may say to us, "Well, we're actually way too big now. You know, we will have to develop our internal finance market. We can assist with that, and we can transition over. You know, but our market is freelancer, yeah, um, startup SMB. But like, yeah, like I mean, for the SMB and the uh, startup, the pricing is like on a case by case basis, but it's less than anybody else, and something for half the price." For for uh, PAY umbrella, ninety euros a month, and for the um, limited companies, one hundred and thirty. So they're 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 very competitive, and they're the lowest in the national market. So we're all about trying to give um, give value to people. That's good because they know that if you have an account in yourself, they will end up costing you a lot more money. And if you're trying to save guys money, and you, you work in the area, and you know that money is something that every company has to try and save, and not spend as much as possible, you guys can come in. And give them a, a uh, give them a, a service at a price they can afford. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that, it's affordability is number one. What we're thinking about, you know, and um, you know, because we've got like um, the, the systems and technical ability to support quite a lot of what we do. But we also have the knowledge. We have guys involved in the company who have quite a lot of like um, high level accountancy experience. Like we can process a lot, keep our costs low, and then pass on the savings to the to the to, to the the client, whether that's the individual um, contractor or the company. Yeah, that's good to know because I know a lot of guys have got, have got a, a lot of queries, and some of the advice you gave them on the, on the podcast right now was going to reassure them and, and give them a peace of mind. 
Yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff. Like, um, I can point you towards the, our website as well. I just there's lots of information there about like um, uh, articles of that I put together about the challenges of being a contractor. You know, like um, uh, what you need, to, you know, what you need to be cognizant about when you get in for day one and the ongoing challenges. And then there's um, there's information there about general tax tips um, and other um, tax related. Advice, so like I mean, there's lots of information there. Like I mean, straight off the bat, you know. But we're we we genuinely will take a call from anybody, and the the call is free, or the consultation, the initial talk, whether it's ten minutes or an hour or whatever. And in some instances, we may say to people, "Look, we're not the right choice for you, but you can talk to us." You know? Yeah. So like that that advice is free, and that guidance is free because we only want to take on people. Who are who would be a good fit for us? As in, you know, they'll be happy with our service. You know, um, like um, because that's just big good business in the long run, right? Because if they're not happy, they will go out and tell people that they had a bad experience, and that's not what we want. Like, um, like I think it was um, the the guy who used to own Superquin. He said like, um, one bad customer equals ten good customers in terms of what they communicate. Yeah, so, we we want to make sure that we take on and work with people that are going to be satisfied, you know, so we won't play the sales game, like get them in and tell them something. I think a lot what we've heard anecdotally from a lot of people who are contractors who sign up at various companies is there's a great, there's a great sales um, process and uh, they're, they're great. Um, like in terms of what they're uh, advised initially is, is a great pitch, but it doesn't always exist. It doesn't almost perpetuate, and they get very frustrated with that. But it's like when you sign up to a particular bank when you're young, you generally stay with that bank no matter how many bad experiences you have because you go, well, it's just too hard to change. Yeah. But we have taken a lot of business from other providers because people have been unhappy, you know? And, and our attitude is we will not to worry too much about the projections that we give you first because they will be the worst-case scenarios. If you follow exactly what we tell you, in terms of all the different things you can claim or we can claim back on your behalf, your net will be a lot higher than what the initial quote will be. Yeah. So if you claim back your pension, you, you know, sign up to the health um, uh, contributions, you know, claim back uh, appropriate travel scheme things that are work-related. Uh, if you have any re- relocation, if you're going, if you're traveling, um, um, a significant distance from a new job, you can claim back some things for for those instances. There are lots of different things that, if you look at the detail, that you can um, you can you can claim back on. Well, that's good to hear. And another note, you're also involved in a company called PlaybackServices.com. Tell us a bit about that. Oh yeah, well you know I have a background. Uh, um, I've also worked as well as for uh, uh, tech companies. I worked for like um, big investment banks and hedge funds and stuff like that pre-crash. Um, I kind of got out of it at, at, at the crash level because I was working on automated reconciliation systems like which basically looked at and tracked um, uh, trading. And um, I could see that some things were not going correct and I, and I, and I advised on that. And, um, you know, it wasn't completely taken, the advice wasn't totally taken in. So um, I, I wasn't particularly happy with that industry uh, at that stage, so I moved on. But I retained an awful lot of knowledge around, um, the, you know, the whole tech and uh, fintech area. 
And um, uh, basically speaking, we've come up with this product uh, because there's a big thing coming down the track in terms of um, it's called MIFID 2 uh, and FCA compliance around uh, uh, financial trading and ensuring that um, mobile technology is back properly because there had been a certain amount of uh, collusion between certain institutions carried out for certain reasons. And the way they managed to get away with it back in the day is they were using their personal mobile phones to collude. Yeah. Now, uh, we developed technology and the rules are, ba- are, are predicated on the fact that you will not be allowed to use your personal mobile phone for any business transactions going forward. You have to use your company mobile phone. And we've developed technology that basically records all calls, um, records all messaging on the phone, and then there's a dashboard that basically does a load of like um, complicated but like easy to use data analytics. You can put in keywords, you can transcribe to a document, you can ask news for compliance. Like if certain words are coming up in a sent in particular conversations. That would lead you to believe that there was collusion going on between individuals. It would go to a queue. If certain people were making calls to um, certain countries, which were on a list out of hours, like um, you know, like at let's say eight o'clock in the evening on their company's phone, you know, twice a month, you know, and that was in a you know a, a country that was highlighted for certain uh, activities that would be uh, wouldn't be legal, then. That could be flagged to a few. So there's, you know, there are lots of different um, practical applications for this. But what it really means is, from a compliance perspective, this app can really help people to prevent rather than have to clean up, um, like um, compliance breaches. Which, can, if you're if you're fine, they can run into two million, five million, some ten million. You know, yeah. so if you then put in in some software that costs, you know, a relatively fractional amount of that then you're doing yourself a, a big service. But what we found then is that when we interacted with a lot of different people in different areas of tech, they, um, they told us that um, uh, there were other, there were other uh, practical applications of the software. And, you know, it was, it was quite, quite an amazing thing to see people say, well, uh, can it can it integrate with landline technology? Oh well, yes, going over IT. Yes, it can. Well, then what we want to do is like we're working with this company and they have two thousand people in a call center. And what they want to be able to do is they want to be able to quickly track the complaint calls and that they were there's a breakdown between the operator and the customer, and we want to actually see what's happening. And can you do that? No problem. We can actually do that. We can set it up. We can use these keywords. Put it in the queue. You can jump straight to that call. You don't have to. You can start straight away. Get it. You don't spend hours or days trying to get at the information, wasting lots of manpower, lots of time doing it. Um, and then the other one of the other major ones was like uh, dealing with an FX broker who then said, "Well, my friend works in a big um, like um, marketing type company, and they are constantly making." Uh, cold calls, cold calls to different people, you know, trying to uh, break into new business lines. And a lot of them, they're making 100 calls a day and they can't remember who they phoned and they can't remember what they were talking about. Can you integrate with the CRM? And uh, we were like, well, we hadn't considered it, but yes, we can, absolutely. 
we can we've got an API and that can that will fit in with that. And then what we can do is we can then per customer in the company all the calls for that customer going through that particular uh, company call queue, and you can do um, uh, analytics from there. And they were like, well, that's unbelievably powerful. So it's just interesting, you know, um, uh, out of like um, an idea to fulfill like like an important requirement for one area, practical applications have come out in totally different areas. Well, it's good to hear that you've actually, you got your fingers in more than one pie. It shows you're a serial entrepreneur and you always want to keep busy. Yes, I do. I mean, I think that, yeah, I am, you know, I, I worked in a lot of big companies and um, I was very, very busy, you know, like in the detail of doing things. I was really, really, really busy. But then at a certain point, you know, having worked in big IT companies and worked in big investment banks and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to explore my own ability to try and uh, take an idea and try and uh, the conceptual stage, the actual delivery stage, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what is really interesting me now. And I, that's, I'm glad I've made the jump. It's not easy sometimes, you know? It's not as... Um, the security is not there as much in, in other things, but things come up all the time, you know? There there are no opportunities. We have the that IT company. Um, we have, um, you know, the accountancy solution. And there are other areas we're looking into now, like to try and help and support people and make things easier, you know? Yeah. I so I don't know what it's going to be next, but uh, I have a few ideas. I think it's going to be basically, it's going to be a, a challenge, challenging road where when you come along, you have different forks to take. And each fork you take off is a new challenge, but you've got the reassurance that everything else you're doing is working out at the moment. So if, it doesn't, if anything goes wrong, you can fall back on what you've done previously. Yeah, 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 definitely. There, there, there is that safety net there, you know, and probably I can dial up and go back into stuff, you know, dial somebody up and go back into something. But I don't really want to do that. Like I say, I enjoy, like even the conversation we've had there now, you know, it's good to get your insights into stuff. And, you know, you never know what can come out of these conversations, you know, and it can bring you into a totally different, um, a totally different uh, area within a very, short space of time, you know, and that can, if you come here, it can become, within a few days, something new can become a completely a primary focus, you know, which is, um, which is really cool. Yeah, I've had that in the past few months. I've been uh, doing certain things and somebody asked me about, about something that I, I could be doing with podcast. I thought, yeah, hold on. So I'm thinking now about doing something else with that. Something I hadn't thought of before, but because I've had about over a year and a half to be doing this now. I realized, hold on, the experience I've, I've got from doing this, I can impart knowledge to somebody out and taste and show them how it can be done. So, like yourself, you're always finding new new ways of, of, of doing things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and it is. And you've got to keep fresh and you've got to look for new things to do because it gives you energy as well, you know what I mean, to go in and do other stuff. I found that if I, when I was doing the same thing, I, I had one job for six and a half years at one time, and it was a really good job, and I did a lot of interesting things, but it was um, in the same environment, you know, and it was, um, you know, like eventually it became, it, 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 you stagnate a bit, you know. You yeah. always need to be doing things that challenge and bring it to the next level. Yeah, I'm lucky that what I'm doing now, everything I'm doing now, it's coming off the same area, so it's kind of journalism, but in a different sector. But so I could be doing podcasting, I could be doing blogging, anything else. But it's all LinkedIn, so I've made sure that I'm still in the same sector as such. 
Which means yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Lip- you need to keep your core skills, you know. Yeah. You have to keep your core skills, but then. Thing. But I have my big my one my next major project is coming up in two weeks, and we're we're having another uh, we're having a baby um, in two weeks' time. So that's going to be that's going to be a major uh, project in itself. Yeah, I can imagine late nights as well. Yeah, yeah, more late nights. <laughs> on all hands on deck. I mean, that's something that that I, I think is going to be a challenge, but it's going to be a good challenge as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to it. I try and look forward to as many things as I can, you know. Nah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, definitely. That and all the different things that are happening, you know, in terms of business. Well, that's um, it, 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 it. It's positive, like, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I guess for me, every day is a new, is a new day in each Because if I'm doing the same old work, like, like you did six years in a job, I did 13 years in the same company. And every day was more or less nothing new. It was all the same challenge, and that was great. But when you're working for yourself, every day is different because you start off, what am I doing today? It's not always the exact same thing, which is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some people like it, though, you know. Some people do like it, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And some people are very good at certain types of jobs, and they like routine, you know. But other people don't. Routine becomes very difficult in its own way. And, um, you know, uh, I think... um, we we sound like we're similar in that 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 extent, and I think a lot of IT people are like that too. Yeah, because you know they like their core skills, but they want to be changing, they want to be adapting, they want to be learning more, they yeah. want to be doing different stuff, they want a different challenge, they want a new project. You know, that's what they want. Because I've asked my friends, "What are you doing tomorrow?" So I'm going to launch of a new Samsung phone or something else or a new product, and they're going mm-hmm. great. I said, "Yeah." I said, "Every day I get that it's different. It's not always the exact same nine to five. And because I self-contract myself, I can basically work whatever hours I want. As long as the, the work I do is done in time, the employer doesn't matter as long as I hand it in. So I can work about two in the morning if it needs to be in something and hand it into the next day they don't mind, as long as it's done. Absolutely. I mean, this is the thing. and That would be my attitude stuff as well, either the way I do stuff or when I need people to do stuff for me. If they're good at it, a contractor, there's, what's the point of having a contractor stuck to their desk for 10 hours? If they can do the job in three hours, like let them alone, you know, or 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 otherwise, why why make them stick to, you know, a nine to five job when they may be more productive at between, you know, um, three and eight p.m. You know, like if they're getting the work done and the work is of high quality and it's at least as good as anybody else, you know, let them let them at it. That would be my attitude. Yeah, and in my case, I work from home or I work wherever there's Wi-Fi, which is which for me. Is easier than working in an office. I said, look, I'll do it from, from um, my apartment or wherever there's Wi Fi, I could do it from there. It's not an issue. And they're happy to go with that because I know it'll get done. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're working everywhere then, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a certain amount of, like, some people need to go to an office to work, right? They, they, they're not able, but they're not, not the, they're, not, they're not disciplined to work in, in a non work environment. And that's fine. And if they go there, but for other people, who are very, very busy and do a lot of stuff uh, uh, and are very um, goal-oriented. You know, an hour traveling to work, an hour coming back to work, there are two hours that are gone. Yeah. And, you know, they may want to go to the gym or they, want, they may want to do something else. They may want to do something with their kids, you know. Like, you know, being able to work from home allows them to have that fixed ability to do what they need to do. Well, see, I'm lucky. I live right in Dublin in Silicon Docks area. So if I have to go to any important launches, it's right on my doorstep. So traveling to and from them isn't that hard to get to. I can walk in about 10, 12 minutes, which is great. Yeah, yeah it is. It's very useful. So it helps if you're, if you're near, if you're doing anything covering events 
or if I have clients who work in Texas, like a lot of clients that might deal with work near where I live. So because of that, getting to go and see them is, isn't going to take an hour out of my day. So I can go and see them, I can tell them what I can do, and then I'll, I'll just basically work wherever it is Wi-Fi, and they're happy with that because, you know, I'll get the job done. Yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, that's, um, it's, all, it's all about um, the quality of work rather than, you know, we, we need to get away from, like, um, a work-based, like, um, paradigms whereby, like, you know, Big Brother's watching you. It, 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 it doesn't need to be that way with technology. Uh, the way that people are working, people like to be considered individuals. It's nice to work in a group and it's nice to part of the group structure, but a lot of people just want to be allowed to work in a way that makes them possible. Like, um, I was okay going into an office all the time, but give me a laptop, give me a phone, give me um, access to um, you know the internet and I'm fine, you know? I'll do the face-to-face interaction, you know, as and when it's required, because it is important too, and it does actually solve a lot of problems in itself. But, like, I mean, day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis, being able to work from home is um, a huge advantage, or even if you go away, you know what I mean? I often move my laptop away, like, if we go away places, like, um, uh, um, even for, um, let's say, a week's holiday, I'll bring my laptop with me and I'll work, you know? Yes, so would I. It's great. But I remember about a guy a couple years ago in America who worked from home. He got his, he told his boss he could work from home and he did it. And he found a guy in China that could do his job for him. So he yeah. said to the guy, I'll pay you so much money a month to do it. And I'll save the rest. And for about a year or so, he was going fine. Then the boss found out that what he was doing and he sacked him. Because he said, no, I thought you were doing the work, but it's somebody else doing it, not you. Yeah, well, I mean, there are two ways of looking at that. I mean, you know, from an ethical level... You know, probably it is incorrect, you know what I mean? And I yeah. guess if you're employing a guy at a certain rate, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a good thing, yeah. you know? But I mean, at, on another level, in a strange way, you'd have to have a grudging level of, of admiration for a guy who's that clever yeah. to be able to get how many actually work for him yeah, and make money of it. I thought the guy, the fact that he worked with the company full-time, was an employee, and he asked his boss to work from home because the work he was doing, he could do with up in the office. It was a work that didn't require him to be interacting with anybody else. And he couldn't interact via mobile devices, via Skype or email or anything else or Slack. So his boss says, yeah, fine, work from home. And after a while, he realized, if I get something to work for me, I can just go and have a normal day and then go shopping, go to cinema, do things that I'd like to do, have more free time. And for a year, yeah. he was doing it without being caught. And then one day, somehow, he got found out. And the boss said, I'm sorry, but... Ethically, somebody else in a, in a country in China is is, is handling our, our, our data. We're not sure who else is going to see this data, and we can't have that. Sorry, you have to go. Well, I mean, this, there is a big problem in that. Like you know, that I mean, particularly, unfortunately, uh, in that jurisdiction, they, they, in terms of intellectual property, they really don't have any respect for it. You know, so yeah, it is a huge problem. You know, when we're so strict about stuff, they 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 don't they don't really. They have their own internal um, protocols around that, but first, 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 first um, interaction with, like, um, particularly Western um, intellectual property, they have um, quite a flexible uh, morality around it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I guess also it's about trust. If you're hiring somebody, you've got to make sure that trust is totally involved. 
And if you trust them, they trust you, and you get a better working environment as well out of it. Well, I guess the thing is as well is bringing back the playback, you know, in terms of that system. You would pre- you'd probably be able to pack pretty quickly um, this guy and what he was up to because the calls would be going to the China quite a lot. Yeah. And again, you know? yeah. And also, like, yeah. If he's using the work email or using anything else to send stuff from or personal email or, or using his mobile, you, you, you soon find out what's going on anyway. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess, um, is there anything else you'd like to know about playback or? No, that, that's about it. And, uh, you gave a lot of good information there on playback and also about, uh, about a, a, a council pro as well. A lot of good advice yeah. and people know where to go to the website. And, uh, yeah, yeah. it's been, and I mean, for what it's worth, like, I mean, uh, for anybody, to uh, quote via the podcast and says, yeah, the tech doctor, you know, we get 20% of the first uh, month if they sign up. That's, that's, that's a great initiative. That's, that's very good. The people will, thanks for that. That's going to be very, very useful. Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. Yeah, I would be delighted to do that. Yeah, just, um, just quote that and we'll, um, we'll help you out. Great and uh, thanks very much for the uh, for the great chat. And I know. No, likewise. Yeah, it's good. People are going to look forward to come to you guys because you're giving advice that's very valuable and uh, what they need. Yeah, well, that's what we want to do. Like, I mean, we're trying to be effective for people, you know, but give them a good value and a good price, you know. Like, we're trying to take the take take a certain amount of um, frustration out of the market. Yeah, and also let people know that if I can do so, can you? That helps. Because yeah. I know guys in the past, they're not sure about taking that final step and in, in, in work for themselves, and they're worried about how will it work, what can it do. And at least you're getting some reassurance that it's not, it looks difficult, but it's not. You just got to be be bold and, and do this, do what you can be done. Well, it's a bit like, you know, like, let me put it this way, contracting, right? It's yeah. a bit like, we're the Packard. Um, during the summer, we used to go out to Salt Hill, and there was, you know, the high-level diving board there. Yeah. And you get up, and I don't have a great uh, uh, love of height, but I struggled my way up there, you know, and uh, get out there, and I'd walk out to the edge, and it'd be like it was so difficult to jump off. But like when you jump off, the the level of enjoyment and satisfaction of you do it into the water is unbelievable. And that's contracting. Like there's a lot of fear before you do it, and you're, you're there's a lot of like uh, you know. Uh, what about this and what about that and will I get a job again after this one and stuff but when you make the leap you know the enjoyment out of it you know when you get in there when you when you when you get immersed in the um, the you know the contracting space like it, it's very 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 rewarding I guess it's like when you buy your first house and a mortgage you're not sure about taking the following step and then once you've done that you, you feel I've got my own house now I'm reassured yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard up to everything else, saving for the money and, you know, dealing with the banks, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you get there and you get into the house and you close the door and it's, um, it's all worthwhile. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much for, uh, thanks very, very much for that, Kevin. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys again soon. And I have a great, yeah. great day and great weekend. And good luck with the baby in two weeks' time. Yeah, thanks a lot. Take it easy. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, bye.
Bye-bye. Bye.